This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. The title of my sermon is The Power of a Godly Mother. And uh, godly mothers have the power to shape the destiny of generations to come. Amen? And, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln, one of our greatest presidents of the United States. I don't know if you've ever studied Abraham Lincoln, but he went through a lot of trials before he became the president. A lot of failures. And, I, and, and he wrote this about his mom. He said, all that I am or hope to be, I owe to my, my angel mother. And think about that. That's Abraham Lincoln. So, so, so mothers, you have the power to shape the destiny of, of future generations to come. Amen? Uh, you know, when you think about mothers, you think about these famous athletes when they're being interviewed on TV. Don't they normally say, hi, mom? <laughs> they're always acknowledging their mom. I don't, I don't, I don't ever hear them say, hi, dad. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? It's always mom. It's always mom. Because moms, like Linda says, they hold it together. I want to talk to you about the godly characteristics of a mother and how a mother is akin to the Holy Spirit. And, you know, and the Holy Spirit, uh, you know, the Amplified says the Holy Spirit is our helper, our comforter, our advocate, our intercessor, our counselor, our strengthener, and our standby. And mothers, you're not alone. You know, sometimes you may feel alone in, 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 in uh, serving the home and, and taking care of the household. But you have the Holy Spirit helping you, backing you up, amen, strengthening you. And I'm telling you, there's nothing you can't do without God. Amen. And so, and so godly mothers are, are, are akin to, to they're, they're, they're servants, they're helpers like the Holy Spirit. And, and really, ladies, you were created to be the helper of the man. In Genesis 2, 18, it says, And the Lord God said, It is not good for man should be alone. I'll make him a helper comparable to him. So, so us guys, we can't do it without the ladies. <laughs> Unless we can do it, but we can't do it too well. Without the ladies and without our moms in our lives helping us and being a blessing to us. Amen. In Matthew 8, 14 and 15, uh, uh, it says here, Now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So Jesus touched her hand and the fever left her and she arose and served them. Notice that she, she has a heart, a, 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 a godly person, a Godly mother has a heart to serve, has a heart to, to give out. Godly mothers love to, to help and, and, and do things for people. I think about my mom, and, you know, we have her. She, she babysits my special needs child on Wednesdays when we do services. He doesn't come out on Wednesday nights. And she comes over to babysit, but she doesn't only babysits, but she also cleans our house while she babysits. And I'm thinking, man, I don't even have to get a, I don't even have to pay her for this. Amen. She actually, she, she, she cleans the house. Glory to God. She, 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 we come in and the house is immaculate. 
And I'm thinking, Mom, what are you doing? She said, I worked all time when you were gone. And I'm thinking, my Lord Jesus, mothers are helpers. They, they like to bless, glory to God. They like, wherever they show up, it's always better. It always makes things better. A mother makes, you see, a, 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 just owning a house doesn't mean anything. A mother makes a house a home. Can I get a witness in the house today? Uh, you know, sometimes as a mother, you feel overwhelmed at times. And maybe you feel like maybe there's, there's at points you don't feel like you can do it anymore. Any, can I relate to any mothers out here? And, uh, but, you know, you can stand on the scripture that when you don't feel like you can do it, you can stand on the scripture of Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now, this is not just for mothers. This is for everyone that's walking this Christ walk that's in your race. When you feel like giving up, start standing on the scripture that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Godly mothers are not just helpers, but they're like the Holy Spirit. They're comforters. Mothers are comforters. Uh, you know, in Genesis 24, 67, it says, And Isaac brought Rebekah into his mother's Sarah's tent, and she became his wife, and he loved her deeply, and she was a special comfort to him after the death of his mother. Something about ladies, they, they, they have a nurturing uh, ability about them. Uh, when my child, when my son Christopher, uh, when he scrapes his knee or he gets hurt, he never runs to dad. He's always running to mom. I, I can't seem to console him. It, it's, it takes a special touch from a mother to make the child feel better. I don't know. Sometimes I, I feel like, well, what about me? I, I, I'm like right there ready to hug my child and he passes me up. <laughs> Amen. Why? Because mothers are, are comforters. Amen. And I'm going to say this, that sometimes... Mothers need to be comforted. Sometimes mothers, you know, need that blessing. And, and I, I love it what it says in Isaiah 66, 13. It says, as one whom his mother comforts, so I will, talking about God, will comfort you and you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. So God will comfort you. I like what it says in 2 Corinthians uh, 1, 3 and 4. It says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble with the comfort which we ourselves are comforted by God. I love that. So, so that's a promise, ladies. That's a promise that God will comfort us in our trials and in our tribulations. Godly mothers... Uh, are, are advocates, which means they speak on behalf and they defend glory to God. They defend their children, glory to God. I was, I was listening to my mom and she was telling me about uh, my dad. And my dad, when he was a child, he gave a, a story where he was maybe six or seven years of age. And uh, he went to elementary school. And at that time, they, I guess they provided the lunches for the, the children at the school, and my dad grew up poor, and, and so uh, at that time they had beets for the lunch, and, 
And, uh, and my dad didn't want to eat the beets, but they made my dad eat the beets. And he threw up. And, uh, and so he came home and told my grandmother, Mother Lambert, about what happened. And she said, that's it. And she marched down to the school and said, you will not ever make my son eat anything that he doesn't want to eat. Mothers protect their children. They, like my, my wife said, mama bear. Mama bears. Mama has an innate uh, in them to, to, to watch over their children, to be defenders. And I'm going to say this, that God is your defender. God is looking after us. In, in the book of Isaiah, it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue who rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. And this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. I love this because, you know, we can mess up. We can, we can make some mistakes. But that doesn't mean that God's going to leave us. You know, God says he will never leave us or forsake us. And our righteousness is not of our good works. It's of our faith in Jesus Christ. How many people believe that? So it doesn't matter what you do. It does matter in some aspect. But, but if you do fall and slip, there's always the blood of Jesus that will wash you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Godly mothers are intercessors. They are prayer warriors. If, if the greatest thing as a mother that you can do, more than just raising your kids up in the admonition of the Lord, which is a great thing to do, is that one of the greatest things that you can do is pray for your children. One of the greatest uh, acts of love is getting on your knees and praying for your kids. Maybe you didn't raise them up perfectly. Maybe you weren't the perfect parent. None of us are. But your prayers can make a difference even after they're out of the house. Even if they're not even serving God yet, but they will. I, I, I heard about a story of this mother that was praying for her wayward child. He wasn't saved. And she was on her deathbed. And he gave his heart to the Lord right before she went to heaven. Glory to God. Prayers make a difference. Glory to God. Prayers are powerful. Amen. The Bible says in James that the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. I'm going to say this to you this morning. I would not be here if it wasn't for the prayers of my godly mother. I, my, my mother prayed my family in to the kingdom of God. She prayed us all in while we were heathens, where we, amen. And I'm going to say, we, we, were, we were heathens. We, we, we had religion, but we didn't have relationship. We, we went to church, glory to God, but we didn't live the life that God called us to live. We didn't have a relationship with God. And my mom prayed for us. She got a covenant track from a ministry that said you can pray your family into the kingdom of God. It was by Kenneth Copeland Ministries. She got that. She wrote all our names in it. And I remember I was in her 
in her room one day and she has this jewelry box and she had this covenant track in that jewelry, right next to her jewelry. That, you know, that's powerful. And she, and she prayed for us, I believe, in 1977 for us all to get saved. And in 1986, we all came, all of us came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. We all got saved. And I remember that 86 year, she bought Bibles. Uh, you know, we all wanted Bibles, you know, the Amplified Bible, the, the study Bibles. And, and I believe we all got Bibles for that Christmas. Hallelujah. Is that right, George? Yep. Yeah. He's, <laughs> my brother George is here. And uh, praise God. What's that? New American Standard Bible. Amen. <laughs> the, the one that Jesus used. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. And so and so and so mothers, uh, you know, they, they, they are prayer warriors and and, and, and you're not going to get too much done unless you pray. Glory to God. And so uh, uh, in godly mothers uh, are, are prayer warriors. And I'm going to say this. Sometimes mothers need prayer for themselves. Isn't that right? And, uh, and in Romans 8, 26, it says, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. God will help mothers pray, glory to God. He will infuse His life in your prayers. Can I, can I get an amen today? Amen. And I'm going to say this. Not only will the Holy Spirit help us to pray the right prayers, but Jesus is up in heaven praying for us that our faith won't fail. Like he said to Peter. In Hebrews 7.25, it says, Therefore he also is able to save to the utmost. Talking about Jesus. He's able to save to the utmost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for us. So, so I'm going to say this. You're not in this by yourself. We, we have the Holy Spirit empowering us and we have Jesus praying for us. Can I get a witness in the house today? Godly mothers are counselors. They're counselors. A counselor is a person that gives guidance and fresh perspective. When, when I'm, I, normally I pick my mom up and, I, and, and at times I'm not wearing my seatbelt. And she's always telling me, put that seatbelt on. Glory to God. Why? Because she's there and put the phone down. <laughs> That's the main one. Put that, don't put, pick that phone up. It's the law. <laughs> Is that right, Mom? And she's, and she's always getting on me if I'm holding that phone. Put that phone down. Put that phone down. Amen. And, and, so, and so mothers are good at prodding their children and helping them. Even I, I, I'm, I'm like, but I'm your pastor, but I'm your mother. Okay? <laughs> that can trump the pastors we're all. Amen. <laughs> so mothers are, 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 are counselors. And I love this story in John. And it says, on the third day, there was a wedding. And Jesus and his disciples and his mother was at a wedding. And, uh, and it says, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now, both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, to Jesus, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My, my hour has not yet come. 
And his mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Glory to God. So I'm going to say this, that this was Jesus' first miracle. And, and, and I really believe that Jesus' mother had a hand in Jesus performing his first miracle. And she even directed the servants to get the six water pots to fill them. Why? Because she saw a need that needed to be taken care of. They were out of wine. And, and in the Jewish custom, you don't, you don't run out of wine at the wedding. And so, and, so, and so she saw that need. And she moved on. Jesus said, it's not my time. But mom, you're asking me. <laughs> it's not my time. But mom, you're, you're, you're pressing. All right, I'll do something here. So, so, so mothers, you have the power to influence for goodness in your children's lives. There are times where you may not feel like, mothers, that, that you have, you know, all the answers and, and you don't know maybe what to do or where to turn. And, and, and Linda actually stole my scripture here. And, uh, she's, <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it anyway in Psalms 32.8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye. And so, so God will instruct you, ladies, and even gentlemen. He will instruct you and teach you in the way you shall go. Amen. Uh, I love in John 16, 13, it says, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth, and he will not speak of his own, and he will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. This is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit just have confidence in, you may not be confident in following God, but have confidence in God leading you. Amen. Have more confidence in God leading you than you following Him. And, and sometimes He leads us just unconsciously. We do things unconsciously uh, by the leading of the Holy Spirit and things work. I remember my, before my dad went to heaven, my dad used to usher and, uh, and my dad was in his 80s, and, 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 and my, my wife, Yin, walked into the church, and the Holy Spirit said, he will not be here too much longer. And the Holy Spirit prepared my wife to let her know that my dad was going to be going home to heaven. This was about two weeks prior before he went to heaven. And, so, and she would just rebuke it. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And uh, she just took authority over it. But sometimes when things are set, you just can't take authority over everything. It was my dad's time to go to be promoted to heaven. But God will prepare us. He will prepare us for things to come, glory to God. He will guide us into all truth. Amen. Godly mothers are strengtheners. Ladies, a lot of times, are spiritual thermometers in the house. I believe if it wasn't for some of the ladies coming in, the husbands will never show up. Oh, I'm preaching today. (laughs) I think that some of the godly ladies are bringing their husbands. Thank God. Because I'm going to say this. My dad was not a churchgoer. And uh, the only reason, and, and my mom was saved at, I believe, the age of 12 at a church camp. And she was a churchgoer. And it was her influence that caused my dad to, to take the family to church. And I think sometimes the ladies are the spiritual thermometers 
in the house, I got some ladies shaking their heads. And I'm telling you, ladies, there's a special place that God has for you to, to help and to strengthen uh, uh, the, the household. Amen. And so godly mothers help undergird their families and through, through spiritual and moral support. Glory to God. I'm going to give you a promise and a key, ladies, that, that a promise that you can be strengthened in your time of need. Sometimes you may feel weak. You may feel tired. You may feel like you're at your rope's end. Am I ever, am I'm talking to anybody today? Some of this message is because Yen said, you need to preach when, when mothers aren't doing too well. And I said, okay. Instead of telling them what, the, being mighty giants. <laughs> I said, okay, I'm going to put that in my message. <laughs> and uh, I, here's a key. And it's Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Yeah, God is your strengthener. And the key To being strengthened in the Lord. You ready for the key? That's the promise. The key is, but those who wait on the Lord. If you just wait on the Lord. If you spend time in God's presence, your strength will be renewed. You will mount up with wings like eagles. You will run and not be weary. And you will walk and you will not faint. Amen. Amen. That's a good promise as we wait on the Lord. Have that time, spending with time with, with God. And I know that John Wesley, he was a great revivalist in England and he raised up the Methodist church. And Charles Wesley wrote over a thousand hymns. And John Wesley, uh, mother, was very spiritual. And she would take an hour each day. She had 19 kids. Amen. And a lot of them passed, uh, died in early infancy. And she ended up with 10 because back then. And, but she would take each one and spend an hour every week and spend time ministering to them. And she would pray with them. And she would, at times, she would get overwhelmed uh, in, in with all the children in the household. And she would say, it's prayer time. And she would take her apron and throw it over her head and start to pray. And, and the kids knew not to mess with mama when mama's praying. Amen. So what am I saying to you today? I'm saying that, that God will mold you and make you into the super women that he's called you to be. Godly mothers are stand are, are standby are, are standby standby is one that can always be relied on in an emergency amen godly mothers stand by their children no matter what is happening in the children's life especially in hard times in their children's lives i think about in john 19 where jesus was was being crucified he was on the cross and, uh, and the bible says that, that not only was some of Jesus' disciples was at the cross, you know, you know, standing with Jesus, but his mother Mary was at the cross too. And he looked down and he saw his mother and, she, and he needed that moral support while he was up there on the cross and he saw the mother and he saw John and he said, and he said to John, take care of my mother when I go to heaven, glory to God. He was even concerned about his mother on the cross. Think about that. And, and I'm going to say this, that, 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 that godly 
mothers, they stand by their children no matter where their children are at in their life. No matter how far their children can be from God, godly mothers continually stand and believe God that God can still do the miracles that he has promised in the Bible, that God's hand is not too short, that he can reach down into the deepest pits of people's lives and bring them out. It doesn't matter where your kids are right now. Just keep believing and standing with God and you will see God move in your life. I think about the Shudamite lady. And the Shudamite lady in the Old Testament was a lady that, that, that she was the spiritual thermometer in the household. She saw Elijah. He would come into town. And she said to her husband, we need to make a little room for Elijah. We need to have a place for the prophet to come. We need a where he can stay. And so he would come in and she said, come to my house. I'll put you up. They made a little room. She was the thermometer in the house. And then Elijah said, what can I do for you? And she said, she, he said, can I talk to the king? Can I do something for you? And she said, no, my Lord, I'm, I'm fine. I'm doing all right. And then, then his servant said, you know what? She doesn't have a child and her husband's old. You know, that's bad if you don't have a child and your husband's old. <laughs> and, so, and so she said, she doesn't have a child. And because back then in that culture, you needed children because in your old age that they could take care of you. Hello, hello. And, uh, and so she didn't have a child. And, and, and Elisha says, this time next year, you will have a baby. She said, don't, don't deceive me, prophet. And so, and so she had the baby. And, and then forward 12 years later, the boy is out. He's out in the field and he has pain in his head. And the father said, oh, give it to the, give him. Uh, he gave the boy, said uh, to the mother to take care of. Notice that, that mothers are comforters. And she held the boy on her lap and he died on her lap. He, she laid him in, uh, in Elijah's bed, the bed that she made for Elijah when he came in. And she saddled the oxen. She, she saddled and she, and, and the husband said, where are you going? I'm going to see the man of God. And he said, well, it's not the new moon. It's not time. She said, I'm going, all is well. And the, and the husband said, okay. And so she goes to, to Elijah. And then Elijah sends his servant. And, uh, and, and, and she, she disregards the servant. And she, she comes to Elijah. And she, she, she holds on to Elijah. And she said, you said you would not deceive me. You said you would not deceive me. And Elijah said, well, I'll take my servant and have him. No, you must be the man. The servant took a staff, put it on the boy to raise him up. It didn't do anything. But her faith caused the Elijah to go into that upper room, to, to, to lay on the boy, to breathe on that boy. And the boy was resurrected. The mother's faith can do the impossible. I'm going to say this to you mothers today. Just if things are falling apart at times, if things don't look good with your children, just keep saying, all is well. God is in control. God is working things out. Don't cast away your confidence. 
I'm, I'm telling you, I'm believing that families are coming into a Sea Life Church. Some of your children are going to be sitting in these seats, mothers. They're coming in. Can I get a amen? And they're coming in because our prayers are making a difference. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. Just wait through faith and patience, the Bible says. We inherit the promises. So I want to encourage you this morning to, to keep walking with God. To keep being all that God has called you to be. And I believe and I declare to you that your children will come into that great place in God, and you will be so glad that you did it. Amen? Did you receive it this morning? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I just thank you for your mercies and your goodness today. I thank you, Father God, for the mothers. I ask that you strengthen them, Father God, that you will help them to do all that you're calling them to do. I thank you, Father God, for all the people here and those that are watching online, and perhaps you've never made a decision to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Where the Bible says today is the day of salvation. There may not be another opportunity. And I want to give you that opportunity today. So if you're ready to receive Jesus. Just conf confess this uh, prayer out loud. And mean in your heart. Say dear God. I believe Jesus. You died on the cross. For my sins. I believe you were raised from the dead. For my justification. Today. I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.